Seven. Do it, sir. Okay. Do it to it. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Hey! Let's do this! <laughs> Get your appetite ready for barbecue banter with your host, Mike Barber and Mr. Know-It-All. And we're live! That's right. Have a drink, everybody! Cheers, whatever you're drinking. Welcome back to Barbecue Banter Show. That's right. Another weekly, hopefully every show. Hey, Mike? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, first thing we're going to talk about today is a delicious food. But before we get there, Mike's going to put on a beautiful picture for us. Yes, I am. Which is... Look at that, hey, guys. Look at that. She's so cute. Hey, you know, kind of, friends of mine had those for pets. You look like the picture on there. Okay? Yeah. You ready for the next one? No, no. Take it off. Take it off for a minute. Okay. Come back to live. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So this we'll, is this is our special. Don't let the cat out of the bag yet. Just a guinea pig out of the bag. Mm. That's right. All right. In this case. All right. So yeah. Yeah. What we're talking about today is uh, a Peruvian dish that uh, in our North American area, we, we don't look kind of that way. We kind of think of it as a nice little pet. This is a served with potatoes and salsa, traditional food. And put on our other picture there, buddy. Here we go. Okay. Take a look at that animal thing, everybody. Another delicacy. Yeah. And you know they even deep fry these little buggers. I'm sure there's different ways of eating them. And you know, I wouldn't call them little buggers, okay? Uh, you know why? Because they come anywhere from two and a half to 11 pounds. What the hell? Not that one. They're the so other cute. One. <laughs> that's, that's like a little chicken, 11 pounds. What the hell? I know. Holy I know. crap, man. Anyway, uh, yeah, so good for two. They're really good because they're low in fat and they're high in protein. And uh, hey, we got at least we got high in protein, everybody. Oh, yeah, and they're served with lime, uh, rub salt, pepper, cumin, and garlic grounds. Okay, like I keep on telling everybody, my time in Louisiana, crazy food, snake, whatever I ate down there, squirrel. I mean, actually, in all the gumbos. Wow, eh? Right. Crazy, everybody. We hate. We always start this show off with shock value. I kind of like that. We're sick puppies. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. All right. We are going to talk about now um, cooking techniques. Yes. Yes. Which is? Uh, no. No. Okay. Just techniques. We don't have one for techniques. Yes, we don't. Okay. What's, okay, what's guys. What's on the here? Today, smoking meats on your smoker. Yeah. How much to smoke? People can over-smoke and put too much smoke flavor in their meats, Mike. Really? Yeah. True that. Case in point, all I'm going to say is everybody can Google this, and everybody has an opinion. Okay, Mike? I personally break it out this way. Last week, we had the 3 to one method on ribs. Three hours of smoke, two hours wrapped up, and one hour of basting. Gotcha. Okay. In the ribs, three hours of smoke out of the five hours total. And that's what usually takes all my ribs to do. Brisket. Everything is, for instance, I'm going to read off this. Chicken. Chicken takes about 45 minutes to cook, by the way, in my smoker. You okay. know, that's 225, whatever. <laughs> the point being, okay, I would smoke chicken without too much smoke about half to three quarters of that time frame of the 45 minutes. Okay. Nice smoke flavor, not too much. Uh, brisket. Brisket's a long haul. That I've done many briskets, 15, 20 hours, depending on the size, the thickness of the meat has a lot to do with it. And that's another thing, everybody. There's three factors. Type of meat, 
thickness of meat and the temperature of the smoker, Mike, to adhere to the amount of smoke and balance the smoke factor to it. Nice. Um, so, yeah, that's about it. Uh, you can buy a smoke chart on Amazon. Okay, smoke it'll tell you the different types of woods to use. Yeah, there's little smoke charts you can buy, the type of woods you can use on the smoker, and how long for each meat. But again, guys, it's up to you how much smoke you want in your meat. You'll learn by trial and error. And that's about it on the smoke. Smoke to see. Yeah. Oh, perfect, man. I think it is very interesting for you barbecue fanatics like me. He's a fanatic. Fanatic. Absolutely. Love it. Okay, next thing we're going to talk about Smoke real quick everything. here is these are our what the hell moments with people. What, what the hell? hell? What the hell is wrong with you? What the hell is wrong with so, you? And it's kind of tied into the Durham region in a couple ways because there's mm -hmm. been a couple of events that have happened, which has really been kind of crazy. And the last event was on Friday the 13th. What the hell? Unlucky day, Mike. Spooky day. Yeah. It, it was for this guy. Show the picture. Yeah. That's Oops, sorry. One. Look I got the, the wrong one again. There we go. Check this out, guys. Rock Street. Here we are, our yeah. local Durham yeah. area. Yeah. Crazy guy. Crazy guy, because... because uh, What happened there? Wow. Okay, so this guy, mm -hmm. uh, he was from Brampton. He's facing charges, uh, toppling the sign at the 401 Whitby. There's a few bucks. Yeah, okay. There's the insurance cover and, it. Uh, so what it is, is uh, on Friday morning, 7, 7.30 a.m., the police saw uh, had smacked into the sign itself okay. at Brock Street. Evidently, he left the, uh, the box truck up. So he's driving on the floor 100 kilometers an hour. That's the back of the truck. Lifted right up by the hydraulics, straight up. <laughs> it left it there, it drove off. He smoked too much uh, Maui Waui. Yeah. Wow. 24-year-old guy. Yeah, he's from Brampton, like I said. Uh, he's facing several charges, including including failing to remain at the scene. He took off. <laughs> Hit and run. <laughs> Hit and run a sign, let alone a person. He, he wrecked his sign on the highway, and he took off after he lowered it. I wonder. I wonder if his insurance or the company he works for, it, or if he worked for somebody, or, or did work for, or did work. Yeah, past tense. Eh? Poor guy. Wow, crazy, yeah, crazy. Like, what else you got? All right, another picture. You're gonna go to the next. Here one. we go. This happened just recently too. This is on the 115 going to Peterborough. This guy's it's, going it's, the opposite way. Yeah, near cabin. Yeah, and uh, thank God he wasn't driving very fast, evidently. But, yeah, can you imagine driving down the highway, you know, 100 kilometers an hour, 90 kilometers, and you obviously you see a truck coming at you? Especially bigger than you are, right? Yeah, it's a lot bigger. Yikes. Oh, my God. No kidding. Yeah. <laughs> ha! Crazy guy, man. Which then ties into our next little thing, which mm -hmm. talks about Mike's pet peeves. Okay. So what's your pet peeve, Mike? Okay. Let me tell People, you. People, okay, especially from leaving from here, which is Oshawa, and going to Bowmanville is my perfect example, Mike. We have two lanes going both ways. Double lanes, right? Mm -hmm. And people, I'm not saying elderly, because I'm supposedly in the classic. You're, you're elderly. I'm, you're over 60. Yeah, but I, you know what? I'm not as bad as some people. You know, they're in the fast lane going slow. Yeah. They don't pull to the right lane. It's major pet peeve of mine. Did you get 100 clicks? Which is the speed limit. But Who, yeah. me? No, they are. Yeah, 70. Yeah. Actually, I know the speed limit going going to your, your house in Mobinville. 70 kilometers an hour is the top speed you're allowed. I usually oh, do 80. Oh, you're talking about Highway 2. Yes. Oh, I thought you were yes. talking about on 401. No, 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 no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then people are yeah, staying yeah. The side by each. And I'm like, oh, excuse my French, everybody. I want to pass the effing... Ooh. 
You know, get out of my way. Pull to the right lane like you're supposed to. Yeah. There's signs that say that. Pull to the right lane if you're slow. You know what I'm I saying? I thought you were talking like on the 401. Which well, happens. he's impeding traffic. Yeah. What's that? Yeah, he's the same thing as 401. Oh, yeah. And here again, information people out there who, who don't understand about driving transport. I drove transport for a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's three lanes on the 401. Trucks can only go in two of those lanes. That's they right. They cannot go in the far left-hand lane. So if you're sitting there driving, like you said, 100 kilometers an hour in the center lane, mm-hmm. a truck cannot go around you. You're holding up the transport trucks. Big time. Yeah, so. But people are right now. Dumb people. Whatever they're doing, they're on their phone, they're not paying attention. Who knows? That's right, man. Enough's enough, y'all. Okay, where are we we going next? We're going to a barbecue section where you're going to talk about uh, today's special, which is grilled peaches. Grilled peaches. (laughs) They're not like guinea pig peaches, they're peaches. You notice they're both a little soft and fuzzy, but anyway. Go, go go to the barbecue on the 30 minutes or less. Get your appetite ready from backyards to across the globe, from novice to expert. It's time to make it low and slow, y'all. Nice dance in there, Mike. Hey, what can I say? Okay, everybody. Speaking of a great uh, taste... A taste, excuse me, a taste of peaches, especially grilled peaches. And the great thing about that, you can have that as dessert after your barbecue. Ooh. They don't take long. All you cut them in half, pit them, take out the pit, throw them on the barbecue, you know, for just five, ten minutes, depending on temperature, and get some nice grill marks on them, eat them by themselves. Or, or, how about this one? Grilled peach and halloumi salad with lemon pesto dressing like now a lot of people don't know what halloumi is okay halloumi halluminate me halluminate you <laughs> it's a greek cheese so basically guys i'll just read off this I, I did this about two years ago and all my friends that came over that day for uh, the salad they just like wow you know what i mean and i had to write out the uh, salad for them but it's got a lot of protein, hearty enough even for a dinner if you really want to make it into a dinner. Anyways, here we go. Um, you got one and a half chopped basil leaves, one minced garlic, three tablespoons of lemon juice, one tablespoon of rice vinegar, a third cup and four table of extra virgin olive oil, kosher salt and fresh ground pepper. You whisk that together, ladies and gentlemen. Whisk it, Mike. <laughs> Anyways, you add in afterwards six ounces of green beans, three peaches, the main uh, the main stuff for the uh, salad, and uh, pitted in half six ounces of halloumi sliced Greek cheese, and that's got a high melt, uh, a high heat melt point for the grill. Anyways, four cups of mixed greens and a half cup of pine nuts. Toast them first on your stove if you can, guys. Anyways, so we boil the beans in salted water and blanch them one to two minutes. Cool them on a bed of ice. Brush some olive oil on peaches and halloumi until well charred. About three minutes per side, guys. And then after that, arrange your greens on the bottom of the platter. Top it with the beans and the peaches and halloumi all over. And then with that whisk together um, salad dressing, drizzle that with the pine knots right on top and you now have our grilled peach and halloumi salad with the drizzle hello <laughs> what are pine nuts pine nuts buy pine nuts at your food basics 
Any type of nuts will do. Pine but, nuts. Uh, I mentioned. Doesn't have to be pine nuts, everybody. It's your favorite nuts. I'm just really making sure out there, danger wise, you know, those those little things you put up on the screen, danger. If you're barbecuing, make sure they're not your own. You happen to get too close to barbecue. Good point, Mike. Good oh. point. And if you have any comments and you want to write them in or send us a text, hey, okay, how about barbecue? Excuse me, MG Barber two zero one four at gmail dot com. I screw that up every time. <laughs> it's your whole freaking. I know, I know. Duh. MG Barber two thousand fourteen at gmail dot com. See that three times. Mine. So that's basically it for that. Yeah, there's our thirty minutes or less barbecue uh, so, recipe. So one thing too is mm -hmm. is you know here to mention everybody as well. When you're barbecuing, you get the grill up nice and hot. Yes. You want the grill marks. If you don't get it hot enough, you put them on. Sear those suckers. Stick on there, man. Definitely. And then you're going to have beaches in your charcoal. Yeah, very much so. It'd be great. Very much so. Yeah. Okay. Lovely. Hey, I love yeah. it, man. So the next thing you've got here is you've got an email from? Well, I got an email from, let me see here. John emailed us out of Toronto. John. Canada. John's question is, how and when do you do a reverse sear? And what is a reverse sear? Mike, do you know what a reverse sear is? I asked you this earlier in the show. God, get Not sex, really, eh? Getting sex out of my mind. Okay, the quick version, ladies and gentlemen, on a reverse sear. And you can do that with steaks and uh, pretty well all your meats. But basically, your fire is built up on the right-hand side of your grill. You're cooking your meat on the left-hand side of the grill. You're giving it those, uh, like I said earlier in the thing about the smoke, the amount of smoke you, know, you want to add to it just before it hits an internal temperature. And guys, the internal temperature, let's say the, the chicken too. is... Girls too, sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, the, let's take chicken. 165 degrees Fahrenheit in the center or 74 degrees Celsius. Well, I usually wait till about 155 to 160. As soon as it reads the internal temperature on that, I'll then put it on the high, high heat on the right-hand side and sear the outside to get some great grill marks. And that's what you call a reverse sear. Ta-da! And we have a question on the left. Yeah, me. How long do you have to sear for? Until it hits its internal temperature. That's why I left the 5 or 10 degrees yeah. to play with. Uh, some people don't have to thermometer. Because when you're searing it, so, yeah. of course you're going to, you know, Are you here? the temperature like, will hit. Like if you get them really hot, it doesn't take long to You don't sear. want to overcook it. Yeah. All right? Oh, no. That's Dry why chicken. I wait, yeah, about 10 degrees less no. than no. the internal hits. Perfect timing to sear. And there you have your sear, John, in Toronto. Yeah, man. Thanks for emailing us on that one, brother. Which gets into searing your peaches, too. Yes. It's a sear show. It's it's always searing. Love to sear. All right. Next little part we're going to do uh, is we're going to talk about some news around Durham region. Yes. Um, now, today being, we're actually we're actually show, doing this show right now on a Monday. Oh, right. Um, so put up our next little picture here. Okay. Tobaga. That one right here. Tobago. Tobago. We don't it. have it. What? We never okay. put it up there. Okay, that's right, too. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I remembered that part, Mike. That's good. <laughs> Usually you're pointing to me. This is happening right now at City Hall. I so know. City Hall, Oshawa. This blows my mind. Go ahead. Could prohibit in any of the parks in Oshawa, except for two designated ones, tobogganing. The beautiful little sport with 
the snow in our banana belt, which That's we don't crazy. get much snow. That's like not, not having Christmas. And, and the reason why is because in other cities they've had uh, problems where they've had incidents, which like. actually living in Enniskillen, which we did, mm -hmm. that hill is nuts fast. And they right. banned it, but they put in put trees. Put some water on and make it ice. <laughs> Literally every weekend, every weekend. Somebody gets hurt? Somebody broke a leg. I'm not kidding you. The ambulance was out there. It was that fast. You look serious when you're telling oh, me this story. Oh, well, yeah. Well, okay, I can understand that. But you know what? God damn, what happened when we were kids? We didn't give a shit about nothing. We even watered Dale on purpose. Right. <laughs> Just to watch everybody freak out and break legs. So, so, a couple of exceptions. I was here. a sick puppy. You were, and still are. Okay, so some of the things that are really interesting. The reason why this happened is because there was a, a tragedy in, in Ottawa. So, on the uh, December 27th, a 10 year old died. girl actually died. Oh, see, there you go. Um, Somebody and, has to die first. Yeah, it's, it's, that is true. It's, it's sad. Yeah. Uh, so, now they're. Now, there are some exceptions, exceptions to this. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. if you get a permit, um, you can actually toboggan from what they're talking about right now. So the recommended areas are actually Knights of Columbus Park and Grandview Village Park. Those are the two parks they're looking at. Okay. The other part I find really interesting about this is the fact that, A, uh, their <laughs> inspector program during the winter season. So this is what they're actually talking about as far as recommendation as well. So that they're going to have operating hours for toboggan hills and re to remove all obstructions. I want a job. You uh, want to be the. I, I want to be. You the, want to be the sheriff, the toboggan sheriff on the hill. The, the, the toboggan inspector. Pointing at everybody. Yeah. All right, you slow down. You're out of here. So, and they're saying that like to Crazy. implement this stuff is going to cost a minimum of thirty thousand dollars. Like for what? Sorry. For the inspectors and all this, for toboggan hills. Shit, man! I'm retired. I'll do that too. <laughs> we'll have a whistle and everything. We'll funny. even have. We'll even have a whistle there. Somewhere within the exi existing budget, like, like, and, and the other part is, who's going to go out and and like inspect the other hills that they're not supposed to be on? Like, I think I have toboggan to police. Police, I can't talk. I know toboggan to be say that fast. Tobog yeah. Toboggan police. They get they get like you're going to get a ticket like coming down the hill and. Uh... <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> All right. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy yeah. what the world's come to. Yep. That's your news what for Durham. the old school of tobogganing and having fun hitting people with it. <laughs> As you're coming oh, down. yeah. Get Run them over. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Got to find some pictures. I get it. Oh, you know why? You just remind me. I'm like that. I could tell you a good toboggan story. We had <laughs> Sandy Hill, right side, uh, a part of Ottawa. Iced, a big ice uh, storm the night before. Oh, yeah. Lived on a hill on Blackburn Avenue in Sandy Hill. Mike, we had one of those steel... Slaves that oh. you, you you steer with the front, yep. and it's all steel up front with steel rails. Yeah. Kid wouldn't get out of the way at the bottom. I said, I'm coming for you. There must have been 10 or 12 of us. I went down that hill. I took him out. He was in. He flew in the air behind me. I kid you not. Parents came over to my parents' place. Uh, yeah, your son just hit my son, and we have to bring him to the hospital because I hit him right in the shins. And, of course, I could, I, he didn't break his leg. But, yeah, well, you get out of the way. I warned you. Wow. I had witnesses, it's but I still, got, I still got shit. Aren't they good memories? Oh, they were great. Yeah. Actually, another that's great memory. Still, that's when you're kids. Enniskillen Conservation Room, because we went there because the kids grew up there. And I'm not kidding you. Scariest time of my whole life. Yeah. My son was driving a GT racer with his buddy in front and me on the back. And we went down the hill. Yeah. 
Like you're going you're flying. 60, 70 kilometers an hour. Hello. I have, I have a five-year-old steering. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Oh, that's crazy. It was fun. That's crazy. Oh, that's Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Another fun show. Oshawa, do the right thing. Yes. That's all I'm saying. So. Yeah, I know. Here you go. Either that you're going to see a sheriff in the hill, me and Mike here. All right, we got to go. Okay. See you next week, guys. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Peace.